Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 18 on the Bear Truth Podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about your personal testimony and how that testimony can change somebody's life. So let's go ahead and dive right into the topic. Alright, so let's start off by reading a verse from 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5-7, through 7, which says, For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. Moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Amen. Your personal testimony. This is what we'll be talking about today. It is important for all the children of God to have a personal testimony of how God changed our life, what he did in our life, how he came to him, how he found us, how he woke us up, whatever it could be. And it's not even just about that. Maybe you had this certain experience in your life. And maybe if you remember, if you guys listened to my testimony on here, some things that happened in my life, what happened in my family, what happened in my personal life, how I turned to God, how he's using me now, stuff like that. And some experiences I've had, hopefully that was an example for you. Um, but it's important to have a personal testimony. And now I'm not just talking about, because, you know, you can't really just use a testimony about turning to God all the time. This is how I turn to God, but you can. You can use it all the time. But it's important to have not just one testimony. It's important to have different kind of testimonies. Why? Because different people go through different things, right? And so if you have different kinds of testimonies, one of those testimonies that you may have may help that person. You may have gone through the same thing as that person. And your testimony can help that person go through what you went through in your life as well. So it's important to have different kinds of testimonies. But let me top that off a little bit and say that now you can't just make up a testimony, right? You may be asking, saying, well, Eddie, I don't have a testimony. So what am I supposed to do? Make up what? No. If you don't have a testimony, that is a sign that you have not been seeking God. You have not been seeking that God will work within your life. So make sure every day as a Christian, because as a Christian, you're supposed to have a testimony. Make sure every day that you're hungering and you're thirsting for Christ. And if you don't have a personal testimony, come before God and tell him. Get on your knees and pray before God and say, God, I know and I realize that I need a personal testimony to be an example for those on the outside and even on the inside. God, please give me an experience. Show me a dream. Give me this vision. Give me an experience so I can be an example and have a testimony for others. Work in my life and pray that and God will answer you if you are serious and if you are giving your heart to him in that moment. But it's important to have a testimony. It's important not to make up a testimony either because, first of all, you're giving a testimony for the glory of God, right? That testimony, you're saying it and you're giving it for the glory of God. So you don't want to make up a testimony. The testimony needs to be something that actually happened, right? Because otherwise you're lying. But another important reason, it's important to have a personal testimony because if you look in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. The Word of God guides us, 
how to say the testimony. It tells us to say it with gentleness and respect. And what to do when people question us and what we believe. For example, if I go out on the streets and I evangelize people and I tell them, turn to Jesus Christ. He's there to help you. He can forgive you. But if not, you will be judged by him. And they'll say, but I don't believe in Jesus Christ. You've never seen him before. Have you? And I could say, yes, I have seen Jesus. I've met him. I felt him and I've saw him. And I can give them my testimony on how when my, you know, that accident that my mother had off the house that I saw Jesus in a light form, manifesting in a light form, picking up and healing my mom, right? So I could say, yes, I saw Jesus because no man can manifest as a light like that except Jesus Christ, which the Bible confesses that he is a light for us. So you see, I was prepared to make a defense in that moment using my testimony. And you can use your testimony to make a defense. And now you see, even after I give that testimony, that person can still say, nah, you're making that up. No, I don't believe you. I still don't believe you. Well, you see, that's going to be on them. You can't force them. Not everyone's going to believe your testimony. Not everyone on the streets going to believe your testimonies and take this in. Not everyone in the church is going to believe your testimony because the same thing went for Christ. Not everyone in the synagogues believed Jesus Christ and his testimony. And neither did the people on the outside. To be honest, more people on the outside listened to his testimony than on the inside. But moving on, you understand the point. You have to be prepared because people can ask you questions and you can make a defense with that. And you can profess Christ in that moment. And you know what? When you go out there and tell a testimony to somebody, more and more people can gather to hear and hear. And though that one person that you meant for that testimony to be heard to, for that one person... Maybe another person will come and hear that testimony and accept it. But that testimony, it can change somebody's life. Not because you have power to change lives. No, but because Christ has power to change life. Because the Bible tells us that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. So Christ who lives in you, the Holy Spirit who lives in you, can defeat he who is in the world. And he can change the people's lives using you, your testimony, the message, right? So be prepared at any time. Stay right at God's hand and say, God, I am ready to be used by you at any time. Because God may call you tomorrow. And guess what? You may be working tomorrow. But what, what if God calls you tomorrow? What if a voice comes to you during work tomorrow? And says to you, go to Chick-fil-A because there in the Chick-fil-A, you're going to meet a person who needs to hear a testimony. Are you going to leave work right in the middle of work when you're doing a project? Or are you just going to stay and ignore God and do your work continually? Right? So you have to be ready at any time. You have to be ready at any time to accept the calling of God and to go do what he wills. Because the Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better to obey. The Bible says and shows us that obedience, God wants obedience from us. And when God sees that we obey him, he'll work all things out. And you may be asking, well, I'm going to lose my job if I do that, Eddie. How can I listen to God? Because I'm going to lose my job if I do that. Well, think about this. In Exodus chapter 1, if you remember, when the king of Egypt enslaved the Israelites for the first time, the king of Egypt said to the midwives, to all the people that, you know, were assisting the Israelite women giving birth. The king said to the midwives, any woman that gives birth to a son, kill him. 
right, to get rid of the Israelite population, but that didn't work. And any daughter that is born, keep it. Kill the son, keep the daughter. But the, the midwife said, no, I fear God. She feared God more than the king of Egypt. And guess what? Because she obeyed God, she feared God more than the king of Egypt. Guess what? God blessed her, it said in there. God blessed them, took care of them, blessed them in their home. And the Israelites became so fruitful in that time. And that really annoyed the king of Egypt because that's what he was trying to do the whole time was kill the population of the Israelites because they were so strong and so mighty, right? But you see, God can do the same thing for you as he did with the midwives. When God sees that you obey him, he will bless you. Maybe he'll give you a better job after that. Maybe it was his will for you to lose that job, to go to that Chick-fil-A and talk with that person so that God could give you a, a brand new job after that that's even better for you, right? Because maybe he saw you didn't have time to read your Bible. You didn't have time to go to church. You didn't have time to give to God. So he said, I'll work this out for you. That's how good God is. God can do anything. But if you look in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Brothers and sisters, it's always important to desire to serve God. It's important to desire every single spiritual gift especially that you may prophesy, the Bible says. So desire every spiritual gift. Desire to want to serve God. Desire to want to go out there and to tell your testimony because God can use you. Who knows the way that God can use you to change somebody's life, to bring them to repentance, to bring them to want to get baptized? Be ready and stay ready because God could call you and he may want to use you. And you have to be ready to accept that because he wants you to obey him. And if you don't have a testimony, as I said, go before God and say, God, I want you to work in my life. Ask him with your heart, work in my life, God. But also make sure you do your part in that moment and put away the world because that's the one mistake so many people do. They think they can come before God and ask him to work in their life when they're having part with the world, listening to these demonic songs and watching demonic movies and shows, talking in ugly ways that the Bible does not want us to talk about, right? So you see, how can God work if you have one foot on the world and then one foot on his side? God says, no, I will vomit you out of my mouth. It does not work like that. So brothers and sisters, be careful and be ready to be used by God. But coming to an end, God bless you and may he use you and may he fulfill the plan that he has for you in your life. Amen. Coming to an end of episode 18 on the Bear Truth Podcast, I hope you now understand why it's so important to have a personal testimony and the way that God could use you to change somebody's life. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share this episode, share the podcast channel so that we can keep on growing because we're growing in many different places. God bless all of you. And make sure to go check out our YouTube channel. I have a lot of evangelism going out there, talking with people other encouraging messages just more more bare truth that is not like podcast stuff if you want to check out our instagram there we have previews of a lot of stuff announcements for all the bare truth podcast stuff and uh we have an email that will also be in the link in the description all of this stuff that i said will be in the link in the description we have our email which will be in the link in the description if you want to send us any message any prayer request any suggestions but coming to an end god bless you he take care of you and guide you throughout this week. Amen.